0: You are listening to You Heard It Here Second.
1: Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or DerekAndSteve.com.
0: Subscribe and follow today.
1: A few, uh, presumably white, uh, insecure, straight males. <laughs> Derek and Steve present. It sounds so. I actually can't even fathom how fun this is going to be. Hurry, get your stuff. Get your swim trunk. I don't know. I might, there might be
0: a pool. I sat two seats away wow. from the mayor of Flavortown, Derek. <laughs> that is, that's an accomplishment right there. Everybody can line up at second base and you can run to hug him. And you could <laughs> chase him down. <laughs> it's like a run the bases with the kids. But exactly, but with adults run. hugging another adult. You heard it here second. Hello and welcome to episode number 133, if you heard it here. Second, I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, how's it going?
1: Derek, it's going great, my man. How's it going for you?
0: It's going great. We're back after another uh, sort of longer break. I think it was three weeks this time again. That is the way summer sometimes goes.
1: We are both in extreme recovery mode.
0: Yeah, that's right. Derek
1: drank for eight days straight, (laughs) and I had three weekends... Uh, with weddings in a row.
0: Wow, that's so. That's we pretty. Are, that's like yeah. a. That's a pretty like. As as yeah. much as eight straight days is is a lot. Like that's pretty close call. Dude, Three wedding weekends in a row is like maybe wor- worse than that. Like
1: <laughs> I am a shell of a human being. <laughs> I am not okay. <laughs> Not well.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I mean that that adds up to like when you factor it all in, it's like yeah, that's like eight or nine days in itself. But it's it's more spread out. and You got to work in between, or I guess oh, you don't yeah. have to work, but you have to study and stuff, maybe. Or No, no work. I guess you're on, was you're at on work. break. Oh yeah, working you're working over the summer. That's right. Yeah, like a, like an adult,
1: like a human being. Wow. Yeah, so yeah
0: that's that's definitely worse. Then.
1: All right. Well, I as, will, you're more of a show I ex- than I am. I am more of a shell than you are. I will take I will take the the win there or or the loss. I don't know what we're calling
0: it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh do you have anything you want to add about your your trio of weddings with locations any any cool places?
1: Um, Montreal is not that tight <laughs> okay okay uh, the other the governor of New Jersey is not that tight. <laughs> uh, what else? I think that's it. All Those only right. two. Uh, congrats to uh, Matt and Rachel, Liz and Neil, Aubrey and Andy. All the uh, people that got married this weekend. Shout out my family because they're the coolest. We had such a great time this past weekend in New Jersey, uh, and I am, I am so tired.
0: All right, excellent. So, ty- the tired, the tired boy podcast, tired uh, boy pod, episode one thirty three. Um, yeah the so my my two cents on the trip that i was on it was a cruise to the caribbean which is obviously fun you've been on a cruise before they're fun um you kind of you are lost from the world a little bit you don't get service for most of it um we we stopped at a couple of us territory islands which actually uh, I answered one of your texts during that like two-hour two period. I received <laughs> one text
1: from Derek <laughs> over the eight-day cruise, and it was "Sorry, can't do the podcast on a cruise." <laughs> that, <laughs> is that was our communication. <laughs>
0: um, so I, I don't know when you sent that message. I don't know if I responded fairly timely or not because I, if you might have just coincidentally sent it while I had service. Um, but basically, two days in the middle, we stopped in uh, Puerto Rico and St. Thomas, which is a U.S. Virgin Island. And in U.S. territories, Verizon now does basically includes that in their packages. I guess they didn't used to back in the day, um, but they they do now. So had a, had a little what, bit of service.
1: What a world! <laughs> what a world we
0: live in now. You, you can <laughs> yeah. just, you can use your phone. Um, and so the the related point to having no service that I just want to mention, and this is a little bit of a precursor to what we have coming in in the sports section, which we'll talk about more. But uh, the Women's World Cup happened. Uh, the final happened during this cruise, right? And so. Right. Uh, everyone on the, it was the second day of, I believe it was Sunday, right? Was the final.
1: Um,
0: I think it was, it was on a Sunday. Yes, it was. It was,
1: it was a Sunday morning.
0: And so the the ship departed on a Saturday. So it was really the first day at sea was the world cup. And, uh, most people assumed that it would be on. Like people didn't go out of their way to ask and find out. It's like, it's the world cup final. It's going to be on. And it turns out (laughs) that the cruise ship, and I don't know if this is the case for all of carnival or if it's just this one or what. But their sports package is just an ESPN package. They don't get any non-ESPN channels oh, <laughs> at all. <geez. laughs> and and to make matters even kind of more compounded is that it's ESPN Caribbean, which <laughs> mostly plays cricket and oh, um and like I don't and shuffleboard or or fencing or, or curling or I don't know what they they play ridiculous things. And uh for much of the week, of course, in if you know my brother and this is very much in on brand for him, but he was trying to watch Celtics summer league basketball oh, during classic. the week, which was on ESPN. Like he had checked before and he was like, he was like, dude, they're on ESPN most of the week. Like we're going to be able to watch it. And then, Sick, dude. And, can't and, wait. And, and you would go like, you'd pop in the sports bar at like four 30 and they'd be playing like the jazz and the, and the rockets like summer league on ESPN. And then the game would end and the Celtics would come out to warm up. And the channel would change to like motocross, <laughs> like, like at that point in time, because that's what the Caribbean decided to play, Love and it, it was just ridiculous. And so, like if you think about that being insignificant, it was not insignificant for the World Cup because a lot of people were pissed that they I'm had sure. no Fox. So, so yeah, I had to find out about it. Like literally, the first time we got service, I had to like. I mean, someone word of mouth said that they had won. They must have had internet or something, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so tough, tough times watching TV on cruise ships. I'll say that. I so. mean.
1: I- I will just say that that is surprising because yeah. you can get TV in the air now. Yeah. The spirit spirit freaking airlines you can get you can get internet I'm sure. So yeah. The fact that you can't get it on a cruise ship is wild to me. Well,
0: I you can buy internet. I mean I mean so like you can but the internet costs like a gazillion dollars on cruise ships. Yeah, but so.
1: you think cruise ships have you think a Carnival oh, yeah, cruise exactly. has has money to 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 have Service one, five TVs. to have
0: one youtube tv account to, to play it <laughs> yeah. like at the pool or something like yeah yeah like so
1: united airlines has direct tv on
0: 150 seats on every plane yeah exactly exactly so so yes people were not happy about that myself included um but we'll get to the world cup final um in the second half of, uh, in the sports section, but that's my precursor that I didn't get to watch it. And really the whole week went by and I didn't get to see the celebrations and stuff oh, until there. I,
1: I their mean, I went back and watched part. some of
0: them, but it would have been better to see in real time for sure. So right,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get yeah, there then
0: for sure. Um, cool. So there's your opening drive. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get it started here?
1: Just super happy we spent this much time about talking about TV on cruise ships. (laughs) Hey, I
0: mean, some some things got to be talked about, you know. That's true. So uh,
1: you heard it here second.
0: (laughs) So uh, that brings us into half number one, which is pop culture. Alrighty. So pop culture. Um, now we have a couple topics here in pop culture. The first one is probably the last thing I expected I was going to see as a news story when I got service back when my ship <laughs> came back.
1: And it- my favorite news story <laughs> of the year so far.
0: <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and let them know what's, what's happening here.
1: The storming of Area 51. <laughs> this is happening people. Derek, do you know how many people have signed the Facebook petition to storm I saw Area 51?
0: Today I saw that it was a million.
1: One point three million. People. That is
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> My mom said that she could drive us there or drive us back, but she can't. But she can't do both. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm, that's a tweet stolen from someone. Uh, there's the the tweets coming out of this are Game of Thrones level good. They are yeah. just super good memes. Um, so I I'm not going to sit here and read a bunch of memes. I kind of just want to address this topic. Uh, <laughs> the Air, the U S Air Force has had to. Send an official warning is <laughs> saying if you if you storm a military base you will get shot because <laughs> that's that's how that works. So I, I'm I'm struggling to I mean I love the idea but I'm just struggling to to see how people think this is going to work. So I, what are your thoughts on, on storming of Area 51? So
0: uh, the I have to be honest about the first thing that popped into my head, which is that last episode there was a totally different topic, but a topic that you and I were pushing like we were like we want this to to grow until something has to be done about it and that was oh, people yeah, hugging was, Cody Bellinger
1: Cody Bellinger
0: yeah and now in a way way more significant topic um people have gone so far as to force action by by authority um to I can't step wait for in Trump's
1: Trump's tweet about it
0: <laughs> oh I know I know and so 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 to me it's still in a comical stage until I mean 1.3 million people right so like they can't
1: kill us all there. Like, like,
0: so obviously the memes right are all about like the or a lot of them you know about like the massacre of area 51 and like how it's going to be like you know me and the, me and the alien chilling <laughs> after right
1: we yeah, escape yeah. things like that
0: yeah. yeah and so to at a certain point this was like easy easier to laugh at I'll say because like yeah okay you know a bunch of people say they're going to do this, but they're obviously not going to. But then, when you get 1.3 million people saying they're going to do it, like now, all, all are going to now. Do all it. you need is 0.001 percent of them to do it. <laughs> like, yeah. there's going to be a significant conflict, you know? Right. Like, so that's what that's what makes me like a little feel a little weird about this one. Like, because yeah. I mean, because there there will I I do think there will be legitimate violent conflict if people actually do this.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you storm Area Fifty One, you, you deserve to be <laughs> yeah. shot by the military. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I, not not to make light of like what could potentially be a serious situation, but this is this can't
0: happen. Yeah, you know, this yeah. just can't happen.
1: Yeah, like, I love I love I, it we'll, as a
0: joke, as an internet phenomenon. But yeah. I I just hope that it doesn't come to fruition. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> dude, what do you think's at Area? Is it worth it? Like, what do they think they're gonna get? Just I like,
0: highly, highly doubt it is worth it to the to the, the naked hu- to the naked human eye running uh, through Area Fifty One. <laughs> like, yeah. like some
1: like re- redneck in his pickup truck <laughs> yeah. breaks in and steals the <laughs> alien blueprint for the space yeah. alien spaceship. Like, Like
0: I I highly, highly doubt that there's a bunch of like aliens walking around in in Area 51. What if,
1: what if they break in and like the camera footage is like aliens drinking coffee and playing ping pong? Just like a
0: totally, totally civilized. It's like they're on a a, on a vacation. Dorm room. Uh, So I mean, but the thing is, like, I would say like forty percent of the people that signed that petition think that's what Area 51 is. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'll be honest. Area 51 is intriguing to me. I, oh yeah,
0: to- totally.
1: I, it's absolutely a not an. Alien, it's something way more dangerous that, that the U.S. doesn't want us to know about. So they just tell us it's aliens. Yeah. Or like they let that happen. Um. So we could be like, oh, alien test ground, and actually it's probably like nuclear bombs and stuff. Like way <laughs> yeah, more dangerous. Right. So
0: yeah, it. I I completely agree. Um, and, and you know that's that's why like it's so interesting because like it's it's one of those things, you know how you wish that an outcome could happen, but then you could just like reverse the consequences? Yes. That's like this. That's this scenario. Right. Storm <laughs> you know? the hell out of it. <laughs> like I would not 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 that I would personally love like to storm it. I really have no interest in storming it. I just want to know what's there. Um but like that that's a scenario where I would love to see the outcome of a storm, but then I don't want people to actually like get killed <laughs> stormy Area 51. You know? If
1: you could storm area if you, Derek, if you knew you could storm fifty one and get in and out and not die, like if you just knew, like you you had a future button that just said you won't die if you do this
0: and you'll be safe and
1: you'll get away. Would you do it?
0: Hmm, that's a good question. I, I mean, I think I would unless I was going to be complicit in like other people getting killed. Man, well, you maybe. know, it's a, a good Like, answer. like because like, I would feel a bit like if I got away, but like. But Everyone I like, outside. I like did this storm and then people died from it. I'd be like, well, even though it wasn't my fault, like I still participated. I don't know. That's a tough. Would one. Would
1: you? Uh, I don't want to get too serious. Let's just move <laughs> on. <laughs> it's, these people aren't storming Area Fifty One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the, the, well, the, the, the thing, is, thing is, they act, they act like the military can't stop a yeah, hundred thousand people right, right. like running in the desert. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the, they're going to the, like already the military probably right now is expanding the barricade like or whatever the boundary is, you know, like, like they're probably already going to start cutting off like transportation points like further out. Like it's going to it's like advance notice was the absolute last thing you wanted to do if you were going to storm Area 51. Like
1: they can't stop everyone, Derek. <laughs> you can't arrest everyone in the park.
0: That is true. That is true. Um, so there's Area 51. The storming of that will uh, be happening sometime, I guess. We'll keep, um, you, we'll
1: keep you posted. <laughs>
0: um, a candidate to possibly be in Area 51 is the town of Hawkins, which is uh, terrible. In Stranger transition. Things. It's I mean, well, I mean, is uh, there 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 could be worse transitions than that? Um, uh, second topic. You
1: should have said speaking of aliens or something like
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think that like if I'm if I had to pick what, what area fifty one looks like, I feel like it could be Hawkins. You all know? Move on. <laughs> so you, you um, blew it. <laughs> so uh Stranger Things season three came out on July fourth. Uh so it's been out for a little over or almost two weeks now. Um we will try to avoid spoilers, I guess, right? Um, I think that's possible, yeah. I, I think it's been out still it's still pretty new. I think people haven't all finished it yet. So I think we'll be respectful of that and not spoil anything big. Um, but season three, uh, what were your initial thoughts for Stranger Things?
1: So my initial thoughts, good question, because I have initial thoughts and then I have deeper thoughts. Cool. My initial thoughts were I I can't remember if I liked season two very much. I think I did. But then people told me it wasn't as good. And, and then I think I said, oh, yeah, you're right. It wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I liked stranger things season three. It was very obvious, very early that they dumped a lot of money into oh, yeah. this season. The, the production quality was off the charts. The graphics were great. The the cinematography was great. Just everything was, it was a blockbuster movie. It really was. Um, yeah. so I am of the mindset that I, I love these kids. Like I just enjoy them. I've, I've come, I've, come to like them a lot. So I would, I would watch a bad season of them doing stuff. Yeah. That being said, this was a good season. Um, I'll, we'll get into this a bit more details, but I want to hear your, your thoughts too.
0: Yeah. My thoughts are very similar. Like the, the production quality is is evident right away. I like, I mean the, you know, the, this show started out in the very beginning. It wasn't like super sci-fi E in the sense of like visual effects and stuff. You know, and then I think toward the end of season one and then all of season two, it gets way more into that, into that realm.
1: And it's it's funny because they make it even more like the eighties, but the graphics are better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. It's, it's funny because I had that same thought. I'm like, this is like, it's so well done being like the eighties, but it's like crisp HD and like beautiful graphics. And like, like it's, it's, it's very interesting. I Um, felt
1: like I was watching an eighties horror movie with the, that the graphics were really good
0: on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like they did a much better job of even like the there was the bad guy was a Terminator guy and the the evil alien was like the blob, like a yeah, classic yeah. 80s villain monster. So the but the things were all very, you're right, crisp and clean and I don't know, just well done.
0: Yeah. And I mean, the the kind of the evolution of the villain in this show. And I mean, I'll assume that people have watched seasons one and two like the 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 cre- the, the, the next iteration of the creature that they that they have been battling this whole series, right? Like the visual effects uh, this season took a huge jump up. (laughs) Like you could, like the budget was there. And like these, this thing like had much more of like, cause it almost in season one and some of season two, it almost has that, like, um, that invisible effect of like, it's just like all the surrounding setup of it that makes you know that the thing is there, you know, Yeah, like sound or like intensity, like, um, like what, what's in your building. imagination is yeah. what's in
1: your imagination is scarier than what's real. Yes,
0: life. Yeah. exactly. Not the case in season three. <laughs> it's very Not on, very on the screen and <laughs> like, like disturbingly almost, uh, free as far as high frequency being on screen. And so the visual effects are there. I, and, and like you said, the actors, the, all these kids are awesome. They've done a great they job. Really make, they've done a great job making them still seem the same age. Cause they're definitely older, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Um, they've grown and like you can tell in some of their voices, but for the most part, being like three years after the premiere or I guess maybe two years or whatever however long it's actually been since filming, like they look pretty close in age to what they started as far as like character wise and I think that's really impressive. Um, so yeah overall I just I think this was an excellent season. Um, I would put it up there as one you know it to I, I think you're right that season two wasn't as good as one, but I thought season two was also really good. And I would put season yeah, three I up contending too. for the top spot because I thought it was awesome.
1: I think so too. Um, I will say that this season was much more uh traditionally scary than the others. Yes. I yes. felt like people actually died and got hurt. It didn't feel like a PG 13 80s movie, you know? It, no, it yeah. felt like a horror movie. It felt um, yeah, it, it felt
0: rated straight up R. <laughs> I mean yeah, like between were, language and like horror. Like it was it was rated R, I think. There was like, a lot of
1: lot of blood and guts. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm very pro Stranger Things. They some of the characters they they've kind of turned all the characters to eleven, pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know they've like cranked their personalities to the max so that they can like really just use everything from these characters like right. Hopper Hopper's this like big bad policeman now yeah, and yeah. Every, everything makes him grumpy and Winona Ryder <laughs> Winona Ryder's this crazy loopy girl like they're never they're all the same all yeah, the time it's true. and their their personalities are are maxed out but once you kind of accept that and you love them it's really really I mean it, they're just great
0: so. yeah I completely agree completely agree with yeah. all that um, so did you have further thoughts that you were holding off or, or, or I just that wanted to say
1: I'm not that's my final thing is I'm not going to rate it yet because I'm still digesting it. I finished the last episode pretty recently, so I want to yep. kind of see what other people think and maybe hear some opinions, but definitely a recommended Netflix show. I mean, you, if you're going to spend 30 minutes clicking around and trying to find a show to watch, just watch Stranger Things. It's definitely yeah. worth it.
0: I agree completely. And I, I think I'll also hold off on the rating uh, for now, but I do have one question I want to ask you, and I don't know. You can choose not to answer this if you feel like you'll spoil anything, or or if if you don't want to get into it, um, okay. or you can just reserve the right to say you have to digest more and decide later. Um, sure. Do you want there to be a season four of Stranger Things?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Mm, I want to say yes, but I the kids are getting older. Yeah. <laughs> that the reason I don't want it would be because the kids would be too old. Like I would I would love yeah. a season four with different. Character like if they just interesting kept, okay the, yeah 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 if like the if the Duffer Brothers just kept redoing Stranger Things the way like True Detective does it like where find you just new kids find new kids in a new hometown like I I enjoy the the Goonies style TV show and and yeah like kids getting into trouble and saving the world uh, so I I do want there to be a season four I don't know if. It would work as well with the same cast.
0: Yeah, that's a good answer. I think that's probably the same answer as me because my initial thought, my initial answer was no. I don't want there to be a season four that follows straight in line with what what Stranger Things has been. And, and like, I absolutely love Stranger Things, and like, maybe that's an unpopular opinion to say that you wouldn't want a fourth season of it. But uh, if, if it was the, I just don't think, like you said, I, I think that it would risk tarnishing the way it's remembered and, and kind of the feel of the whole season, the whole series if the kids get too old and if the story feels drawn out you know like i think yeah. like this felt like it was i don't want to call it closure because there's plenty they could still go forward with but like it's it's We're in a close spot close to being played out you're right yeah for for that plot line and then like you said the whole world could carry you to another set of characters and hey give a give a bunch of other like 10 year old kids, the chance to become child stars as actors, right? Superstars, but Like they, yeah. all those kids became superstars. So, yeah. um, so I, I that's the route. That's the, the direction I would choose for them to go. But
1: my last thought would be if it is only three seasons, if they stop it, they missed a really good opportunity at calling it strange things, stranger things, and strangest Things.
0: <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> true. That's uh, yeah, maybe that's the, Finally. maybe that confirms that they're going to do season four because they aren't that dumb to miss that, you know? you can't miss that <laughs> you just can't yeah um, so that does it for stranger things anything else uh, anything else there? Nope cool so that brings us to section or topic number three which is in pop culture which is cozy book corner
1: all right. Derek, I have two quick books for you. Ooh, today. All right, um, you did last cozy book corner, so it's my turn to do a cozy book
0: corner. Yes, it is.
1: This is one. I'll start with Just Mercy by Bryan Stevenson. It's a it's a book uh, a nonfiction book about an attorney who represents people on death row. Bryan Stevenson is really doing God's work. It's a extremely difficult read. It's about uh, he uh, over 150 people have been exonerated from death row. Mm. Isn't that an insane number? Yeah. Over 150 people were found innocent who were scheduled to be put to death.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's
1: way too many people. Um so and he his group, um Equal Justice Initiative in Birmingham, Alabama represents some um of the more more difficult cases and he, he presents it in a really like good way because he's very modest. It's a touchy situation. Like The mm-hmm. death penalty is very, very hard for people to, yeah. to talk about. He does a very good job. So if you're interested in the justice system and, and a guy just really doing incredible work, Just Mercy is, is superb. Um, it is difficult to read because it makes you feel kind of helpless. So yeah. uh, I'm giving it 86% Steve Nicholas Avocados, Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. And then a book that everybody's heard about. Derek, you've heard about this book. I have, I have. The Boys in the Boat. These boys are in the boat.
0: Wow, all right. Yeah. Plot twist.
1: Plot, actually, the plot twist is they're not in the boat that often. Oh. Really, they're well, really that, not.
0: Well, that's, yeah, well, that's misleading.
1: It should be the boys in and around the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, it's it's a really well done, I'm not a nonfiction fan, so it, it has a lower rating for me, but it's basically this... Um it's a book about America and um, Germany in the like twenties and thirties mm-hmm. and what like America's just coming off the great depression. And there's, there's all this like the dust bowl and all it's almost like a, a John Steinbeck right. novel. Uh, so really, really well done though. I, I had no idea that reading about a boat race would be interesting. <laughs> you know, like how do you make a boat race interesting to read about? Yeah. Um, and he does it. It's it's really really incredible. Um, so I gave it a an eighty percent Steve Nicholas avocados only because I'm not a big nonfiction fan, and he has to stick with a story. That's it's a good story, but it's it's not like a you kind of guess what happens, and right, it's not right. like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the boys in the boat, eighty percent Steve Nicholas avocados. Um, that's uh, uh, what is it? Daniel James Brown, um, the nine Americans and their epic quest for gold at the 1936 Berlin Olympics.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice.
1: So I do recommend it. If you're interested in, um, nonfiction books, you could really do worse than boys in the boat.
0: There you go. So just mercy and boys in the boat. There are your two recommendations from the cozy book corner. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, so anything else on pop culture before we move it into sports?
1: No, do you have anything else in pop culture before we move it into sports? I don't
0: think I have anything else on pop culture before we move it into sports. So
1: All right, well, let's move it into sports. Cool.
0: So without further ado, here is sports.
1: The monster jam.
0: All right. So the we mentioned it earlier. The US women's national team wins the World Cup, their second consecutive World Cup win. What is it? 17 straight, I think, unbeaten matches? Is that Best the, is that the streak? The Best team in the world by a lot. By a lot. I I don't know
1: the streak, but they are incredible.
0: Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I missed a lot of this as it was happening live. I've only tried to i have been catching up on some of the Instagram stories and whatnot and the videos and and tweets and all that. But um, two week bender basically is essentially still going on. Um, I love it. And uh, they are relentlessly celebrating and it is awesome. They've they've earned it. They're the best team in the world,
1: the best team in the world.
0: And they they left very little doubt about that. And there, I don't know what else you can say. What, what are your thoughts?
1: My only thought, I don't, I don't even want to talk about the game, because who the hell cares about the I game? I didn't
0: see it. So. The,
1: <laughs> the best part about all of this is how cool these women are. They are literally the, the coolest Americans this summer, or maybe this year, maybe of all time. They, when they A, talked crap to Trump before they yep. won. They B filed their equal pay lawsuit right before the World Cup. Yep. On purpose. Yep. They C went out and won the World Cup.
0: On purpose. And
1: then on purpose. <laughs> and then D, they have not stopped drinking and partying <laughs> for three weeks. Yeah. They are the they're the coolest bunch of people on the planet, and they and they're getting they're getting crap from all these like conservatives. Yep. Like, oh, this yep. is not how you this is not how you represent. Blah blah blah. It's so and good. Like, and it's so good cuz so they good. don't care and they're just like spraying champagne in everybody's face and they're they're hopping off the plane drunk into like interviews in New York and they're just hammered at the at the ESPYs and they say Alex Morgan gets on stage and says this isn't even the best trophy I've won today like they're just <laughs> <laughs> they're like the coolest i just yeah. love them so it's amazing. I, I can't i can't get enough of them and i hope we I hope they stay in the spotlight.
0: I completely agree. Uh, I think they will stay in the spotlight for a little longer. And I I just, I love like just I echo everything you said. But I just love like the amount of like I just love their reaction to all to the hate that they're getting. Like 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 the isolated bits of hate that they're getting. And it's their
1: their their response to hate is like they just like do the tongue stick out. (laughs)
0: Like that's actually their response to it. Like and and it's just like it's it's incredible (laughs) like like because because honestly all this like all these same people like if the men's team won the world cup and acted this way it would be like everyone would be marveling in it like they like if if a bunch of like white dudes were like getting drunk and like it would be they would all love it right and then on the flip side too as far as like the the criticism you receive like think about most of the prominent male athletes today if they were getting hate and criticism at this level from people they would they would be handling it so poorly, <laughs> like yeah, right. like so ridiculously poorly. They would be they would be like 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 uh, firing back at people and like turtling and just like all the worst reactions. And like the this team is just reacting so perfectly to everything. It's it's awesome. I'm
1: such a huge fan. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, World Cup champs two years in a row, World, two World, World Cups World in Cup a row. Champs. So incredible! Incredible. Truly is.
1: Who's your favorite player?
0: Um. I think Rapino is my favorite player. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like for all the reasons we kind of just said. I think, you know, she just, cares.
1: She cares the least, which is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's true, and yeah, and, and still, honestly, honestly, I love the pink hair. Pink hair is like an icon now. All right, it's great.
1: Uh, I'm still a big Kelly O'Hara fan.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: But I think, I think Rapino she had a great showed, tweet too. I think
0: out. Kelly uh, Kelly O'Hara had a great tweet. Like, I think what it was, was it? actually like before the World Cup, but like it was a she like retweeted some, uh, some report that like described her as like, like, uh, talking with a fan or something. I, I can't remember what it was, but like some, some, some like, uh, tweet had a picture and basically described Kelly O'Hara as a fan, like, like be, <laughs> yeah. because she was a girl, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, and oh, it was great. I, I don't think I'll find it in time because it was from before, but, uh, um, but it was good. It was good.
1: Well, part of the reason I love them is because they're all great on Twitter, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. They really are. Mm-hmm.
1: Man, love those girls.
0: Yeah. They uh,
1: anything else on the World Cup, Derek?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Other than uh, just amazing job getting it done and going for three straight now in a couple of years. I know. Uh, that, I hope
1: the men's team make the draw this yeah, year. Yeah. Right? That How would, exciting would that be? At least make it. Freaking right? pay, pay the girls the same amount of money. Pay the girls more money.
0: <laughs> well, especially... Especially, more money. especially I, when I, it comes to U.S. national soccer, like it's it's not even close. Like it's yeah. a no brainer. Like 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 I will accept that there are a lot of other variables when you go to other sports, right? Like I mean, like it, a lot depends on what money the sports bringing in and the teams bringing in. Like the women make more money than the men. Like, yeah, like they the bring women more bring money. In more in. money. Like, like, they do. I,
1: I listen to a podcast that says they bring in way more yeah. money than the men.
0: Like So yeah. this is not the same as like a, you know, because like you, the NBA is a popular one, right? Like the NBA right. is a money machine and the WNBA, of course, isn't nearly that money machine. So, you know, there's, there's complications there. There's no complications here. The, the U.S. Women's National Team brings in more money than the men. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's so
1: swaggy to file that lawsuit before... The World Cup. Because you can file it whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, no, we're going to file it and then win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so good. So Big good. Fan. Um, So moving on to a couple other sports topics. Um, we'll also, be quick. We'll be quick. Uh, for MLB, I'll let you handle most of this because I only got to see it in pieces being on the cruise ship with limited TV. But the Home Run Derby was on uh, earlier this uh, last week and it was lit.
1: Home run derby was lit. It was. Home run derby was lit. Um every the crowd favorite Vlad Guerrero Jr. was a hoss. He he was yeah. hitting home runs like he was born to do it, which he was. <laughs> um and out of nowhere, Jock Peterson, who's kind of an asshole-ish, yeah. but it was perfect it was perfect for this cuz the crowd was all like into Vlad and Vlad's this young rookie who's just kind of like happy to be there and like getting the crowd excited and Jock would just stone-faced walk up <laughs> like kind of eye over to the other bench not celebrate hit 29 home runs and then sit back down <laughs> and Vlad would have to come up and they did a swing off a few times it was just it, it reminded me of you know when um every once in a while the dunk contest will be incredible yeah and you're just like where did that come from the dunk contest is great and then it stinks for 4 years yeah that was this that was that was this <laughs> yeah. it was just so good like it was I, I was like working on something and I stopped and like closed my computer and sat in front of my TV. I was like, this I need to watch this because it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the home run derby in general, and neither of them won. Pete Alonzo won. Yeah. Right. Which is dumb. Um. But he he celebrated real hard too. So I don't know. I we just I wanted to make a note that this was a good home run derby. Yeah. Well done.
0: And, and they've done a good job with the rules. I think that like the rules are conducive to excitement now. You know, I like like the the uh, cause actually they were rerunning like the 99 home run derby on ESPN last week. I just, I saw it in passing. It was the one at Fenway park with like McGuire and Sosa and Ken Griffey jr. Yeah. And, and the, those guys like that was in the heat of the steroid era, right? Like those guys were pumping like 73 homers a year, like, like in for real numbers. Right. And like, they would hit like 10, 11 in a round because you get, just got 10 outs. So they would, they would take two out of every three pitches and then they, right. they would hit a few over the monster. Like, cool. But like you're limited to 10 outs. Right. And now that. now they do the timer. So it's just like you better not take a pitch or you're going to lose like yeah, so, so you, your- you better swing at everything and just like launch them as long as you can take a timeout whenever you're tired. Like it's like it's great. Like they like they they just expend all of their energy in this thing, and it's awesome. And so
1: yeah, and you, the timeout helps to get other people involved. Like ki- like their kids will run up and yeah. like, give them a Gatorade, get some FaceTime. I saw someone had the the um I don't know if you've seen the infomercial for it, but it's like a it's like a muscle machine. It's just like basically like a hammer that just goes. It's like you press a button and it just like a hammer that <laughs> automatically hammers and he starts hammering his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great, but yeah. So I think they've uh, they've done a good job. Like. You know, guiding it via the rules to be exciting, and so hopefully it keeps going. But I do have a feeling you're right that we're probably in for a letdown for a couple of years after that one. So, um, anything else on baseball? Home run derby, All Star game. Anything you want to add?
1: Go raise, <laughs>
0: go, go raise. Um, last topic in sports: NBA off season. They always say it's going to be a wild off season, right? And then it usually yeah. isn't. It usually isn't an, isn't a wild off season. In totality, now this off is absolutely insane in the NBA. Like insane just just like ridiculous offseason as far as player movement and and new teams it, it is just wild um so over the last since the last podcast we had Kawhi Leonard and Paul George teaming up going to the clippers which stunned everyone really the Paul George part of that is what stunned everybody when they woke up on on Saturday morning because it, it yeah. happened late late on Friday night um and the other one later in the week was uh Russell Westbrook To the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul, essentially, Um, Mm. in what now the Thunder have like nine billion first-round picks, and we'll we'll be looking to unload Chris Paul. They got seven first-rounders for Paul George, and they got
1: a first round in like twenty twenty-six. Yeah,
0: they're they're gonna be there for a while. Like like it's it's reminiscent of the trade the Celtics made with the Nets, right? Like it was it was we're gonna have first-round picks after. These players that were trading you are gone, and you stink again. Like that's <laughs> yeah. how far down that trade is going. Twenty twenty six is crazy. Um, it's so
1: long. It's so long from now.
0: Yeah, but but the Clippers don't care because they're they become basically title favorites now, or or at least uh, con, at least top contenders. So, mm-hmm. so wh- I guess first, what are your? We won't spend too long on it, but I want to know what a your initial thoughts are on all the movement that's happened, not just these two big ones in the last week or two, but just in general.
1: Right. I'm going to actually let you I'll give my initial thoughts. Sure. Then I want to hear your opinion cuz you've got more of a stake in this yeah. cuz the Celtics are supposed to be good. Definitely. The Magic are they win yeah, one yeah. playoff game right. and I and I freak out. <laughs> so, I the one thing I want to say is the NBA as a product as a league has done such a good job. Like Adam Silver needs a raise. Yeah. Whatever whatever he gets paid it's not enough because we are mid-July. The NBA Finals have been over for a while. Football doesn't start. Baseball is kind of in the like dead of nothing, and they just took over. NBA's like this is <laughs> yeah. our this is our season now. Yeah, NBA true. offseason. season. Now NBA has two seasons: the season and the off season, and the off season is just as fun. You're like getting Woj bombs on Twitter, and NBA Twitters going nuts, and Kawhi's who? Where is he going to go? And now all all these players are signing shorter deals, so everyone's moving all the time. Um, So I don't know what they did to market the off season like it's a season. But I was just just as invested as as hearing where people are going than like watch like I'm probably. I probably am not gonna watch that much basketball this year and <laughs> yeah. the, the off season was was the best part of my NBA year
0: I'll say this like beyond just watching basketball like as far as seeking out information about the league, it, it's easily peaking it easily peaks in July but like like watching basketball, yes, that's different but like obviously you can't there's nothing to watch in, in the off season as far as games go. but as far as like being in, being interested in what's happening in the league, way, way more of a peak in July than it is at any point during the season. Like, like during the season, you're like, oh, how many points does Kawhi have today? Oh, cool. Like what, what's the, what are the standings? Like, cool. Clippers are in first place. Like, like people were glued to their phones, refreshing Twitter for like six straight days because Kawhi, and I love this by the way, Kawhi decided not to let everyone say, hey, free agency opened, uh, Free, free agency opened four days in the future because that's what the, that's the way it goes now free agency yeah. opens four days in the future how have you not decided where you're going yet that's essentially the world we live in now with the NBA yeah. and like you know that moratorium period ends on like July 6th. that's when you can actually sign a contract right but July 1st everyone all the news came out about everyone going everywhere right so it's like the, it, we're in a world now where we expect this guy to have decided, this before he can even legally talk to anybody, right? Like that—that's yeah. crazy. Like I mean, within t- like two hours of free agency opening, like Kyrie and Kevin Durant were, were on the Nets. <laughs> you know, like like who talked to who there? But like, yeah. and, and it's the same thing with everyone. Kemba Walker was on the Celtics. Like it's just these. Everybody did this. Except for Kawhi. Kawhi was like, no, like I'm gonna go take a vacation in Barbados and like I'm gonna Classic. come back and like I don't care what you guys do. And he made the Lakers wait and the Lakers missed out on some targets because they were waiting for Kawhi. So I think that the whole circus of it, you're right, was amazing. Like like they've done a great job garnering interest. But the bigger thing for me that I am I am blown away by as far as in a positive way from where we were just a year ago with with no zero parity in the NBA. None like like no parity at all. Just Golden State with a healthy Kevin Durant and everybody else. There was zero parity. And And we complained about it. And we complained a lot about it. And could you have ever foreseen a scenario where I would sit here on this podcast with you like a year later and, and ask you to like. In fact, I will ask you, who is the best big three in the NBA?
1: See that's a good. I don't know. Is would, is there?
0: Would you would you say that anyone has a big three in the NBA? I mean, guess. you you can't think through all the teams in your I head, mean, but
1: if you want to say Aaron Gordon, <laughs> Vucevic, <laughs> good point, and whoever and Mo Bamba, then yeah, <laughs> good point.
0: But 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 seriously, the, the, right, the there's no big three era anymore. These are all yeah. dynamic duos on a ton of different teams, right? You've got yeah. Westbrook and Harden. You've got Kawhi and Paul George. You've got LeBron and AD. You've still got Steph and Clay, like you've got Durant and Kyrie. This is insane. Like, like every yeah, team has great. a duo now, and so that, from the league standpoint, that's just an, an incredible job of like of of bringing back this. Now, granted, most of these teams are in the West <laughs> this year um, with, with Durant being hurt, so uh, the East is open. I'll, that from the Celtics standpoint, I'll say this has all been good for them because they. You know, now the East is kind of open again. Kawhi's gone. It's really like the Sixers, right, and the Celtics, and a couple other teams. That there's no clear dog in the East, and there's a ton of them in the West. Um, But either way, just from a league-wide standpoint, you can't fix it all at once. So yeah, the West is still the power conference, but now you've got these duos spread out everywhere. I think it's amazing for the league, and I think this year is going to be a phenomenal year. Like like there is no obvious champion in this league. There's at least five teams you can point to and say that team could win it all. So. It's uh, it's going to be wild. I think it's it's going to be very exciting. I'm pumped. Yeah,
1: I'm pumped to watch the first week of basketball and I'm pumped to watch if, the
0: first round in the West, like or the second round yeah. in the West. Right. Like
1: I just wish the West was on East Coast. time. I
0: know. But 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 playoff time, they'll be mostly watchable. I mean, think about think about that, like Lakers, Clippers, Warriors and Rockets right now. Think about those four mm-hmm. teams. Like
1: I can't, th- I can't that is
0: insane. Them. Like those are insane teams. And that's like, that's forgetting a team like Utah, who's really, really good and added pieces. Utah added Mike Conley with Donovan Mitchell. And like, like they, there's a lot of good teams in the league right now. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a real exciting season for sure. Um, cool. And the, the on top of it all, the last, the closing point there, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but but some new buzz is coming around with Anthony Davis. Did you see his comment about the Lakers? Or about, uh, no, that, well, basically like Rachel Nichols interviewed him about like his future. Right. And like, they want him to say that he's going to stay or whatever. And like, no, everyone knows he's not going to commit to that right now. But it was yeah. one of those, it was one of those similar to, we've seen other players say it like where he said, basically he was like, I got one year here, like, and we and then we'll see where it goes. Kind of like, like he, he, he used the phrase, like I have one year. And so like mm-hmm. now everyone's up in arms about it because you know, it's, uh, that's not, that's not what they were thinking when they gave up a gazillion players for Anthony Davis. So, um, and all that, and we didn't mention Zion Williamson once. Oh, right? Zion. And the, the Pelicans might be the funnest team in the league next year. <laughs> so, yeah. that you're, yeah. all Everything, I know Adam Silver is not directly responsible for all of it, but he's, you know, whoever is, they, they all collectively deserve all the credit they're getting because the NBA has just had an amazing offseason. So.
1: Very in. Very there you in go. on this.
0: Yeah. So that's it on sports. Anything else before we go to the final drive?
1: I say let's drive it home. Let's
0: drive it home. You want to go first or you want to go second?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go first. All right, Derek, do it. All right. So my final drive is Lego Movie Two. All right, the second part. Um, it is a good movie. I saw it on the plane home. It is not the best movie. <laughs> um, if you like Chris Pratt, if you like really dumb goofy humor, it's worth a watch. Otherwise, it's definitely just more of the same. Hmm. The one thing I'll say about actually I'll say two things I want to say and then I'll move on because it'll be a quick one but the, there's a few laugh out loud moments like moments that you just like crack up laughing because they surprise you when yeah. when like kids movies are a little more vulgar and adult than you think they're supposed to be <laughs> and, and so you kind of are surprised so there's a few of those and it's very funny but they still do that um, have you seen Lego Movie 1?
0: Uh, I I actually don't think I saw the whole thing. I think I saw oh. like a few scenes in passing, but okay. no.
1: Anyway, they do this weird thing where the, it's like the Legos are controlled by humans, hmm. so the hu- like there's a human element. It's not right. all just like Legos doing fun stuff. It's like oh, the Legos are in the basement of these people, and these people come down and they do stuff, and it affects the Legos. And there's way more of that in Lego hmm. Movie Two, and I could do without that. Right. The the human live. Humans affecting the Legos is dumb. Just let, like, <laughs> just give me like an animated Lego movie yeah. and let them do their own thing. I don't need I don't need that me to like think that the Legos are real, like Toy Story. It's like if it's like if Toy Story was real and then Andy came in and Andy was a real human being, like a live yeah. human being in yeah. an, in an animated movie. Right. Just make the whole thing animated. Seems dumb. Or or eliminate the real human. Right. So anyway, Lego Movie Two, pretty good, not great. Probably give it a seventy percent Steve Nicholas avocados, um, but could do worse for for like funny kitschy movies. Alrighty, that's that's a pretty good there description.
0: I feel like I know what I'm getting now when I when I if I see Lego Movie Two, I I understand you, what's coming.
1: And you probably don't have to watch Lego Movie One to enjoy <laughs> Lego Movie Two. <laughs> that's
0: kind of what I expected. So, um, so my final drive uh, is a rare scenario where my final drive is about another podcast. Um, oh, I know this is like treason, but it's uh, I'm just going to do it and we're just going to we're just going to power through it and just do you know. it. So uh, it's called Imagined Life. Have you heard of this podcast? I have not. So it's much different style than ours. So that's why I don't feel bad at all. Um, and essentially, it's a narrative kind of game. So, you know, uh, you know, what, when you're playing trivia and they do the halftime question where they give you clues about the person's life and they start really vague and then like it gets more and more specific
1: we used to do that on this yeah. podcast.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we did. I actually totally yeah. forgot about that, but we did a yeah. variation of that as well. So yeah. imagine life is essentially not, not directly, but essentially like a 45 minute version of that in a narrative way. And so the entire thing is narrated speaking to you as the listener, as if you are the person. So like, like it, it that, that's the, 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 um, the verbiage that it uses. It's saying like, you're this, you're that, like, it's telling you stories. And so it kind of jumps around the person's life, but it tells you stories from their life that you probably don't know about them. Um, so it's really more of a learning podcast, I guess, but it's also kind of a, a clue podcast because you're trying to figure out who the person is as it goes on. And as it gets closer to the end, you start to get clues that are more and more telling as far as things that you have a better chance of knowing. Um, and then essentially at the end they're saying the most obvious things about you and you being the the person that you're kind of you're listening to and imagining that you're that person, right? Um, yeah. It's very cool. I would say like so. It's uh you can't like I found that you can't listen to a bunch of them like uh, like in a row because it gets kind of like it's kind of a haul to get through an episode because it's like forty five minutes of listening trying to figure stuff out, right? But um, right. but for a car ride, for instance, so it, w- it was great. We went to Vermont to our friend Tommy's cabin. And we were listening to these on the way back and we listened to two of them as a car ride. It's great because you're all kind of like guessing and trying to see if you can figure it out. Um, So it's very cool. I I recommend giving it a try. Um, Of course, it's a little bit of a letdown if you get all the way all the way to the end and you like don't know the person. But like um, but that said, though, you do learn a lot about the person, even if you don't know who they are. And I will say you've pretty much always at least heard of the person, even if it it was tough to guess. They're pretty famous people. so, so yeah, there you go. Imagined life. I think they're, I don't, they don't do like seasons, but there's been probably like 20 to 30 episodes of it, I think. So, um, there's a decent number to choose from and I haven't listened to all of them, but the, the ones I've done have been pretty good. So, so there you go. Good, uh, good Sweet. travel podcast. I would say
1: that is good to know. So I will try it out.
0: So there you go. That's it for episode 133. Anything Can else? Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Can't 133 believe it. is almost 150. We're almost is at two hundred. Is,
1: is it? Is it time that we start that? <laughs> we start maybe saying, we're oh my getting God. close. Yeah, <laughs> you know
0: what that means. Getting close. Uh, oh man, maybe they we're not. We'll close. see. We'll, we'll see how much closer we, uh, we we get before we do that. But yeah. uh, so that's it for one thirty three. We'll see you guys next time for one thirty four.
1: Later days.